0: Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis.
1: We're going to be reading out of Romans. If you want to um, grab your Bibles and turn there, if you have your light-up Bibles, go ahead and light those up. Romans chapter 8, chapter that... Uh, you might be familiar with. And we're going to start in verse 15 and work our way all the way to 21. Romans chapter 8, verse 15 says, The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And by Him we cry, Abba! Father, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. Now, we, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. Verse 18 says, I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Everybody say, in us. So crucial and key. I want to focus on that because I consider our present sufferings not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. For the creation waits. Waiting, waiting, waiting. Creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. Where where are they? Been a while. Need them to be revealed. Creation waits in eager expectation for the glory to be revealed in us. I'm ready to preach today. I'm so excited. Verse 20. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. God, we love you, and we love your word. It is so good and so powerful. So God, just by itself, we could sit down and say amen. But God, I pray that this word would be so powerful that it would change us from the inside out, that we would not be the same. This would not just be another Sunday together. It would not just be another church service, but God, this would revolutionize the rest of our lives. The history would be changed. Our legacy that we passed down would be changed. Our families would be changed. Our marriages, our kids, our workplaces, our schools. God, everything would be changed because of this word that you're about to release in us. Father, we love you. We give you all the glory and honor, and we let you lead. In your name we pray, amen. You may be seated. Thanks for, for reading God's word. I love the Bible, and I love the truth that it holds in it, and man, I don't know about you, but I had one of those weeks that kind of just slapped me in the face, turned around, and slapped me again, okay? (laughs) Have you ever had those weeks where it's like you come to the end, you're like, how did we survive? Like, did we make it? Are you okay? Is everybody still breathing, you know? And you like double check the pulse of your kids, you know, did you make it too? Like, are we all here? Are we all present? All five, ten fingers, you know, (laughs) how many fingers do I have? Just you know you just make it to the end and just and uh, I think it was yesterday, it was just it came to a head and just I don't know if you feel that and just being totally real with you, it just it came to a head and we're just like, ah I was in that moment where I'm like, What 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 do I do? What, where do I go from here? And sometimes it's good to listen to your own words, right? Sometimes it's good to go back and reflect on what the father has spoken to you in the quiet time, in the good time. How many have those mountaintop experiences with God where you have that moment, God releases something in your word, like you're reading, you know? Or again, maybe you're watching a movie and it's like, Jesus, I know you so good now. You know, it's just like that mountaintop experience, clarity, all that stuff. But then we hit the valley and a lot of times it's super hard to remember the mountaintop when you're in the valley. Super hard. Super hard, because in the valley, it don't feel good. It don't feel like the presence of God. I don't feel like the children of the king. I don't feel like his glory is being revealed in me. I feel like, you know, poop nuggets are being revealed in me. <laughs> Let's just be real. Like, God, what, you know? what is this? This valley, this season, um, and I was, we were watching the, the movie, The Avengers Endgame, and basically, it's like the end of everything, right? And it's like everything is going downhill because we got these rocks and these powerful rocks that are coming together to create this like end of all good. And so you got this battle that's going on. And it's this moment where the world is looking and waiting for someone to be revealed to change the, th- the current situation because there's something happening that is not good. There's something taking place that should not be, and they're waiting for these heroes to be revealed. And man, this movie is jam-packed of all the heroes. I mean, you have Spider-Man, which my personal favorite, except for in this movie because he's like a little dweeb in this movie. <laughs> they always change him up. And like he was like this cool guy and now then he was Miles and now he's This kid who's going through puberty, you know, it's just like, what is going on with Spider-Man? But I love, like, Spider-Man's my jam, and you got Black Panther, you got Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, I mean, you name it, they are there. All these heroes show up on the scene, and they all bring something different to the table, but they're all revealing something in their lives. Can I tell you that God wants to use you to reveal glory here on Earth? And currently, the situation may not be the best. In fact, it may look like the enemy has the upper hand. You might be in one of those weeks, you're checking everybody's fingers and toes to make sure they're all good, and you're like, we just need to survive. Like, if we can just breathe and make it through, this is going to be okay. But it's in that moment, and it was last night, that I opened up my Bible, and I just started reading. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you're so hungry, you don't care what the food is, you just want it in your mouth. Have you ever been there? I've heard people say, "You know, I, I read the word, but sometimes I just don't understand it. Sometimes I don't I don't get anything from it. Uh, can I tell you, I don't remember all the meals I eat, but it all brings nutrition to me. It all strengthens me. It all gives me nutrients. And in that moment, I'm just reading, I'm just open to the word. I don't care what it is. I'm hungry. I just want God to speak to me. I don't care what it is. It could be Jehoshaphat went into the whatever and then hit the mouth. I don't care. Eat it. Because because God's word is so powerful, it doesn't matter what's coming out of it. It's bringing nutrient to my spirit, man. I can't tell you in that moment it wasn't like the scripture was all that. I can't even tell you what scripture it was, honestly. You know, well, pastor, you should know. No, I didn't. Right? It was just one of those moments. I was just like, I don't even care, God. I hear you. I just read it, and it wasn't even what it, it was. In that moment, that my my eyes shifted to where my hope comes from, and see, we have to be a people that we don't always rely on the outcome. Because sometimes the outcome, the present outcome, doesn't match the unfulfilled purpose and promise on our life. And sometimes what God spoke isn't the current situation. And so we have to get our eyes not on the outcome, but on the one who provides the outcome. And when our focus shifts to the one who holds the glory. Because you can try to release the glory, reveal the glory on your own. But that is only going to go so far. Because you are creating the image of God. But without the Spirit of God in you, you are not clothed in power. But when the Spirit of God is in you and it rests in you, even in the valley, even in the circumstantial times when you're like, ah, this is so hard. But he says the spirit you receive does not make you a slave it makes you a son an adopted kid of the king and we looked at this in past weeks but just going from being one that's like we're a servant of god to we're sons and daughters of the king we're heirs to the throne and everything that is in his possession everything that he identifies with is now our identity and now in our family heritage, if you would. And we don't have to wait for daddy to die, right? We have all of his inheritance right now. We don't have to wait till someday when we get to heaven. It is revealed and released in us right now. And it says, creation awaits an eager expectation. Where are my children of God at? Where are the people to reveal the glory here on earth? Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. It's one of my favorite scriptures, and we read it today as a team just preparing for today. But it says that a rise shine for the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, darkness over all the peoples. But the glory of the Lord revealed in you. It rises upon you. And I just think that God has prepared a generation, and is preparing a people, and dare I say, preparing a people in Philadelphia that carry His glory better than any other generation before it. God's heart is not only to set people free from sin but to release them in all the things in his kingdom and creation waits t- 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 for the children of God to be revealed bumpy never say you're a hero Come on, say it like you mean it. Say, you're a hero. Which one are you? Are you Black Panther? Huh? Are you Captain Marvel? Do you all take a picture with Captain Marvel today? <laughs> Allie Tomasetti. <laughs> Love her. Such a good picture of the church when it becomes who it's meant to be and designed to be. That we aren't meant to do life alone, but we're meant to carry the glory and reveal it together. Because everybody has a specific role to play. Everybody's got a specific zip code to rock, to bring the presence of God to. My zip code just changed. So we used to be in the suburbs, and we moved into the city, and we just actually sold our place, which is, praise God, love him so much. We got rid of a lot of stuff, but we moved zip codes. And I think it's so cool that in this next season that God has given us the zip code 19123. It's so cool. Like, we're starting in Philly. Like, this is our first chapter, right, to, like, dive in and really go after this neighborhood. And God gives us the zip code 19123. I'm like, God, I can remember that. Like, that's really nice and easy. Like, A, B, C, easy. is one, two, three, right? That's my zip code. And now God has called me to reveal his glory in 19123. And I have to ask you, what's your zip code? Where's God called you to? That is waiting, and they've waited for you to show up. And maybe you're present, but you haven't shown up yet. Maybe you work at your job, but you haven't yet come to work. Maybe you go to school. You're studying for your career, but you're not yet working in the gifts that the Father's given you in that space. Because there's so many people waiting for us to be revealed. And not those people with signs out and nothing against, okay, not judging, but not the signs that are like, turn and burn! Turn or burn, you know, you're going to hell and... Jesus is so mad right now and not painting this picture of like Christianity. we're Christians. And we stand on something, you know? Because when Jesus came in, he was totally opposite and against those who put up this front of religion. Like, oh, look at us, So holy, you know? You wish you were like, you know, if you were If I were you, I'd want to be me too, you know? (laughs) And Jesus came in, and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) You're a little off. You got a degree off. You know, because it's not about about us being this whole, like, righteous and we are Christians. We don't do that. We do not partake. We do not go there or be there. And, And Jesus was like, hey, show me the darkest places. Let me go and reveal light there. Okay, and let, 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 me, let me help too with the boundary line, because some people are like, well, I don't want to go there because I'm saying, hey, if there's a space where you, you go back into a place of sin, let's say you've just been released of the, the addiction from alcohol. I would say God is not calling you to go reach those in the bar. Okay, <laughs> let's just get that straight. okay. <laughs> You know, if you're a guy and God has released you from the the addiction of pornography, I would dare say he is not calling you to the strip club to go reach those women. Okay. Yeah. What I am saying is that Christians should not be afraid to step into the dark. Because we are the light and the glory is revealed in us. See, Jesus with his disciples, he was like, all right, I've given you authority, given you all this stuff. Now, go to the city and wait there to be clothed in power. Once you're clothed in power, you're going to do things that are greater than what I've ever done. You're going to do things that they haven't even written about yet. In fact, Isaiah said, I think it was Isaiah, yeah, he, said, he talked about us fulfilling the promise and the, the purposes and the proclamation of the, the, all of the prophecies that were prophesied from years ago, and those that have done great things, you find it in Hebrews, where those that have done great things in the name of God are being fulfilled in our generation and those to come, and can I oh can I dare to say, we are the generation if we get our act together, if we carry his glory well, if we become a generation that's obsessed with his heart, that stops playing church, we've got to stop playing church. This is not a church where we play church. We don't come in and and wear our best clothes and show everybody how religious we are and brag about Christianity. Man, it's got to just be revealed in your actions. It's got to be revealed in your lifestyle. And it comes out of an intimate relationship with Jesus. And that's why we always say Jesus is the king. He's the leader. He's the one we're all obsessed with. We all come not to be entertained. If you come to be entertained, you're missing the point. If you come to be inspired for your week, you're missing it. It's not about that. That only lasts about a day. By Tuesday, you're going to be hungry again. You're going to need something else. Can I tell you, if Jesus is your focal and you rest in him and his glory is in you, then everywhere you go, guess what people get? They don't get the striving and the trying and the, I'm trying to make it. They get the excess of Jesus in you. The overflow, what spills out. I want to keep going in Romans because it's so good. We're going to hurry. We're going to bang through this a little bit. But Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed in the image of his Son. That's what it's all about. It's all about being conformed to the image of our Father, to look like him, to act like him, to talk like him. The more time you spend with Jesus, the more you are like him, the more time you get in his presence, the more evident he is in your life. The way that you love people, the way that you cry over things. <laughs> okay. I never cried. But now that Jesus broke my heart for people, I cry all the time. I am a cry baby. When it comes to the, the heart of the Father, I am a cry baby. And, and and not, we we can't just be a people that's after the things of God. We just have to be after his heart. To know him is to be like him. Romans chapter 8, verse 31 says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? <laughs> and then jump down to th- verse 37. It says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loves us i am convinced i love this so much that neither death nor life nor angels nor demons nor your past the one that you're not very proud of all the things that that you think separate you from god neither past nor present nor any powers nor height, nor depth, nor any distance can keep us from the love of the Father which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Come on, somebody. We are more than conquerors through his love. Not through his judgment, but through his love. And when we come to him and we receive all that he is, we become the children of God that are revealing the glory here on earth. What's your zip code? Where has God called you? Man, what a great space you've come into today where we together gather to reveal his glory here on earth. I think that's the call of the Father today. As children of God, assemble. Assemble. It's time to go. It's time to rise. It's time to reveal who he is. It's time to release his kingdom here on earth. Can you imagine Philadelphia with his glory revealed? This amazing city that's going through a lot, going through a lot of change, a lot of different emotions are coming up to the surface. Can you imagine with me a church where we are not only just serving a king, but we release his glory everywhere we go, that together we're creating a city. And I don't know what you face, what you're facing right now. Some of you might be facing some really hard stuff. I know we're praying for the Quadrata family, David, dealing with cancer. Some of you Facing things with your family, either financial. We all go through different things. A lot of different valleys we face. Can I tell you, no matter how bad it looks or how outnumbered you look, when you call on the name of Jesus, all of heaven rushes in. I encourage you today that in all things you are more than a conqueror. Now don't get a big head. It doesn't have nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what Jesus did on that cross. That when he died he took death down to the grave and when he rose again he defeated death defeated the grave, defeated sin, and showed there is nothing that can overcome those who are in Christ Jesus. I don't know what you're facing. and I don't know what's around you, what's in your zip code. Can I tell you that the creation waits for you to be revealed? And today, can you hear the Father saying, Children of God, Assemble! It's time to rise up. It's time to be who I called you to be. It's time to step in that life of favor. It's time to release all that I've placed in you. I have called you from the beginning of time. I knew your name. I drew things, placed things. The Bible says that he knit us in the womb. Can't you just picture him knitting you and pouring life into you, proclaiming life? I pray for my kids at night. I proclaim things over them. God, make them world changers. One that changed their generation, that prophesy into their generation, that give life. I prophesy that over them. Can you picture the Father knitting you together and before you were born saying, you're going to be a great man of God. You're going to be a woman who changes the course of history. You're going to raise a generation that fears nothing but God himself. You're gonna raise a generation who seeks after me and knows me in so much intimacy that they carry who I am to release it everywhere they go. Can you imagine him calling that all into you? And now creation waits for you to be revealed, to assemble, to come in. I don't know how you're coming. Are you coming on a flying horse? Are you coming with web slinging? Are you coming through a portal with all your peeps? Call up black man, he's such a boss. How are you coming in? I tell you, you don't step in your own strength. And maybe today you came in today and you don't have that relationship with Jesus. You know, you're not, you're not cool with him. Maybe some things have happened in your past even that have caused you to distrust him. Can I just apologize, first off, for anybody who misrepresented him? I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry you got burned. I'm sorry you got hurt. It sucks. So many of us carry baggage and hurt and scars and pain from people that misrepresented him. Maybe even did it in his name. I'm sorry. Because it didn't show you who the Father is today I don't know where you are. If you're so mad at God because of your current situation that you can't see his character. We were just having a conversation just the other day about this, just how God's voice always matches his character. And sometimes when we don't know his character, we can't truly hear his voice. You have to know him. Once you know him, you can interpret what you hear. (laughs) because there's a lot of things being spoken, but if you can't interpret it through his heart, you might misread some stuff. You might mishear some stuff. I don't know where you are with Jesus. But I would love to introduce you to him today again. Maybe it's again. Maybe it's for the first time. I'd love to pray with you. And just all of us pray together because it's more than just going to church it's more than just reading a book it's knowing our creator and him knowing us so if you're in this room and you say hey Lodge, i would love to give jesus a shot today i'd love to step into a relationship with him and maybe just try it maybe just try it or maybe you're sitting here and you're like hey You know, I've been kind of away from Him, kind of been been in a dark place, been in a weird space in my life. I want to get things right. I want to go after His heart. I want to really step into my purpose and that starts and is founded in a relationship with Jesus. And I'd love to pray with you today. That's you, would you slip up a hand just so I can see it? I want to pray with you. Everybody in this room, you say, hey, I want to do that today. I want to have that relationship with Jesus. I want to step into that encounter with him. Really start this thing off right. Okay, cool. I mean, that's amazing that everybody in this room feels that way. That means we got some work to do to reveal his glory wherever we go. Amen? Yo, where my change people at? We got some work to do. I want to pray over you today. Everybody in this room, because this is a season of more than conquerors. It's not a season where we're just conquerors and we're all celebrating, we got the victory. We are family, you know? (laughs) That's not what this season's about. This season's about taking that victory and now going set captives free. Look around your table. See all the empty chairs? That's for your zip code. That's for your zip code. We made room. <laughs> is that awesome? There's plenty of space. We can move the curtains and go all the way back. Can you see it? This place is full of your zip code. I can see it. And I want to pray over us today. That creation don't have to wait too much longer to look and see, ah, there's the children of God. There they are. There there they are. There they are. Woo, I see you. I see you. I see you revealing that glory. He says, I don't just want to reveal my, I want to reveal it in you. I want to reveal it through you. Man. Man. You wanna step into that life? Can you, we just stand to our feet if, if that's you and you say, hey, Lodge, I wanna step into that to reveal. I wanna assemble <laughs> like the Avengers, like everybody coming on the scene, say, I'm ready to take over what the enemy thought he won and to step into a life where I'm revealing his glory. Would you just stand with me and just join me and say, hey, that's me, I'm in. As far as me and my family, we're in. Let's reveal his glory here in Philadelphia, in my zip code. One, 19123. I don't know what your zip code is, but that's my zip code. And I'm covering it, I'm praying, I'm circling it. And I think it's time for us to be revealed on the earth. Are you ready? We are more than conquerors through Christ who loves us, not through our own works. We can't do enough to earn his love. We can't do enough to get his approval. He's already won it. He already loves us more than ever. And so today, we stand in that victory. But in that victory, there's responsibility. Responsibility with our freedom to reveal his glory. So if you would, just can you do an act of surrender? This is what we do, right? When we surrender, we just lift both hands up. So, Can you just surrender to him and say, Father, I give you all of my life today. I just give you everything, all parts of my heart, all parts of my mind, all my thoughts, all my intentions, all my motives. God, I just surrender it all to you that I could be a child of the king that is revealed, that the earth would see your glory through my life, that it wouldn't just be something that's at church, it wouldn't just be something that's in a building, it wouldn't just be something that's in a temple. God, I am your temple and I surrender to you to let your kingdom be present in me. Release your spirit in me. Clothe me in power. Can you just make that your prayer? Say, God, clothe me in power. Spirit of God, rest in me. Spirit of God, rest in me. God, I just thank you so much for everyone in this room. I just pray you pour out your spirit on them, that they would reveal your glory everywhere they go, that there would be such a sense of your kingdom, that when they walk into a room, they light it up, When they walk into a room, they release something. They change the atmosphere. They shift things, God. Thank you so much for the life you're putting inside of us. And God, right now, I just release that that boldness. I release that light. I release that love, that joy, that peace. That God, it goes beyond circumstantial. It goes beyond um, things that we get into or valleys that we face. It goes beyond the outcome. We base our trust in the one that holds the outcome. And God, right now, just release that assurance, that faith, that hope in you. Not in the outcome, in you. God, that we'd be carriers of your glory. We love you, Jesus. We love you so much. You're so good. You're so good. God, let us carry the responsibility to set our zip code free, to do whatever it takes to see people know you, know how much you love them. In your name we pray, everybody said, amen, amen, amen. Hey, I'm Pastor Elijah, and this is my wife, Ashley, and we hope that this message inspired and encouraged you. Our Heart would Change is to plant life-giving campuses all across the greater Philadelphia area and beyond. We believe that the church should be the place where people are coming alive to their purpose and living out why god called them here Uh, you know our vision statement is we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs and we feel like when jesus changes and rocks your world you come alive to the reason you're here god gets involved in what you're doing so we would love for you to pray about being a part of that vision
0: there are a few ways you can get plugged in here at change and begin coming alive to your purpose The first is through community and we believe that God called us to do life together. And so if you're in the Philadelphia area, we would love to have you come out to one of our weekend experiences or get involved in a change group throughout the week. Um, If you're at a distance maybe and you're not able to be here in person, we would encourage you to get involved in the online community Start a watch party with your neighbors, your co-workers, your family, maybe some friends that want to get together. But we believe that God called us to do life together. And so we would encourage you find your circle that can surround you and walk through life with you and begin to do life together. The second way to get involved is to join the Dream Team and become a part of what God is doing. If you're local in Philadelphia, we meet every other Sunday after Change for Belong. You can hear more about the vision and values of the church and find where you want to get plugged in. But even if you're not local, we have an online Dream Team. We would love to have you go through Belong online and you can get plugged in as a host. You can get plugged into the creative team. If you're local, you can become a part of the guest experience team with our children's, There's a place for everyone. We say all the time at Change that being a part of the dream team is not about filling a position, but fulfilling your purpose. And so we would love to walk alongside of you and find your purpose as you begin to come alive to that and then what God does in and through you. The third way to get involved at change is to pray about financially partnering with us in the vision that God has called change to. We've seen so many incredible things happen, and we believe that the best is yet to come. And so we would ask if you've been blessed by the ministry of change, that you would pray about financially partnering with us. We say all the time, it's not about equal giving, but about equal sacrifice. And so we don't know what God's calling you to do with your time, talent and treasure but we do believe that generosity is going to pave the way for us to see city transformation
1: hey we are seeing god move in some incredible ways we're seeing miracles happen healings take place signs and wonders are happening every day and we just thank god for what he's doing but we pray that god would do that also in your life as well everything you put your hand to everything you're getting involved in that god sparks something great that only he can do in the supernatural so take this as your personal invite Come out and experience what God is doing and change. Experience his presence in a real way. Go online, plan your visit, and come be a part of the community. But before you even come, just know our team is praying and preparing a place for you.